Welcome to Bloom Darling Podcast. Life will eat you alive if you do not master it. We all need a community of support to encourage one another through the challenges of life. Bloom Darling Podcast is dedicated to discussing the struggles of life while revealing how to bloom and thrive. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to episode six of Bloom Darling Podcast. This episode is titled, Friends Should Break Your Heart. So I've been talking a lot about race, and it's overwhelming, and it's tiresome. When I think about this podcast, at its heart, it's really about discussing struggles and how to deal with those struggles and how to overcome those struggles. And for me, friendship has been something that I've always struggled with um, because of how I felt in friendships or challenges that I had in friendships. And so I think that this is an episode that's been years in the making and I have a lot to talk about with it. Um, And especially now dealing with people that have so many different perspectives and some people are ready to throw away all of their friendships and find new friends. So I think we need to evaluate our friendships, reevaluate, love our friends and, and process through why our friends should break our hearts and what does that mean? For me, Friendship is the shared connection between two or more people. Some people will say that we don't need friends, but we do. We need other people. We need that companionship that can only come between us and another human being, us and another person. We also need the love that comes from friendship. And this isn't a romantic love. This is a platonic love. This is a sacrificial love, um, a love that teaches us compassion, empathy, sympathy, and understanding. And we also need friends because they will be with us in different seasons of life. They'll help us to see different perspectives and think outside of the box. And they'll also help to challenge us because we're not always right. We don't always see clearly. And when we have someone else, they can help us to see better and ultimately to be better. When thinking about your friendships, there are a few things that I think are essential. And the first is that our friendships should be healthy, not toxic. To really evaluate your friendships and determine if they're healthy or toxic, the first thing I need you to do is think about, is this giving off any good fruit? And basically, I mean, is this something that is positive Or is it negative? What is the result of this friendship? What happens when I'm with this other human being? Do I feel good? Do I feel bad? Does this person make me feel self-conscious? Do they make me hate myself? Do I feel depressed when I'm with them? Or do I feel uplifted, enlightened, encouraged, loved, and safe? You really have to process through all of our friendship, all of your friendships, and evaluate each of them. Um and the role that they play in your life. Friendship should also have mutual affection and not one-sided. With this, I like to think of Urkel and Laura from Family Matters, and in a lot of ways, their friendship seemed extremely one-sided. There was a lot that Urkel was giving off to Laura, not just her, but actually the whole family. There was a lot that he was doing and loving and you know, caring for Laura and the family, and they were not really doing much for him. 
they were kicking him out. They were talking bad. He was so annoying to them, but he just kept loving and loving and loving. And some of us, we love to be in other people's corner. We love to support them, to encourage them, to uplift them, to be that person for them. But then who was there for us? Who's supporting us? Who's uplifting us? And if you have people in your life that, you know, you're the one pouring into them, you know, is that a friendship or is that a mentorship? A friendship should be mutual affection and mutual support. It shouldn't just be one person giving and the other person doing all of the taking. We also need to think about if we are growing with our friends. Now, sometimes we do grow in different directions and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just life. But then there are those friendships when you grow in the completely opposite directions to the point where you're not connected to this person. You don't have anything in common. You don't support each other. You're not walking alongside each other because you can walk alongside someone and be on two different roads. But if you're on completely different roads, completely different paths in life, then you can't walk with them. You can't grow with them. You can't be um, connected to them because they're no longer connected to you. They're no longer in your life. And the last thing that I think is important in friendships is that you should be celebrated by your friends and not tolerated. I heard this several years ago and this really changed my way of thinking because your friends, they should cheer you on. When you win, they should cheer for you winning. They're excitement for the way that you grow, the way that you achieve, the way that you succeed, it should be like they're winning, they're succeeding, they're growing. And if they're not celebrating you and your wins, then are they jealous of you? Are they, you know, wanting something for themselves? Why aren't they celebrating you? And I think that's something that's important to think about. You you don't just want people in your life that are going to accept that you're there but they're not going to let you in or support you or love you or be in your corner. You deserve more than that. And I think that's where a lot of our friendships go wrong. We have abusive friendships. That's places where we have those toxic friends, people that are controlling, they're demanding, they speak death into our lives, they're tearing us down. They are not uh, people that are lifting our souls up. They're not people that are loving us well. And they don't have to be physically abusive. This can be emotional abuse. This can be social abuse. This can really just be, you know, constantly excommunicating you from your friendships or your friend group because of a decision or a choice that you make. And that's not the way to pursue friendship. And so it's important for us to think about, you know, do I feel abused at all? in this friendship? Do I feel controlled? Do I feel like this person is demanding? Or are they showing me compassion? Are they showing me love? Are they showing me support? The next thing that I think is important for us to ponder on is codependent friends. Those friends that are constantly like leeches, they mean extremely well, but they are there to suck you dry. They need you, or maybe you were the leech. You need them. You need them to exist. You need them to do basic things. You need their wallet. You need their money. You need their car. You need their food, their refrigerator. You are the person, or they are the person that is constantly sucking you dry. And it might even just be like they're taking all of your advice, they're taking all of your time. And 
they need it. They are so dependent on you that they can't exist for themselves. They can't, you know, have money on their own. They can't think about anything on their own. They constantly need you to direct them and guide them um, where to go. And that's a problem if your friend cannot exist or function without you. Because then it becomes um, that you are their life source. You are the reason that they exist. And there's nothing wrong with having close friends and needing someone to do X, Y, or Z. But when it becomes everything, when you become their sole source for functioning or existing or being, then it's more than a friendship. It's codependent. It's leaning on someone to the point where it becomes extremely unhealthy and dangerous. And should you remove yourself from that person's life, it could have serious negative consequences. And so we have to be cautious about these codependent friendships because they will ultimately lead to somebody getting hurt in a serious negative way. Then we have unclear friendships. These are places where we really just don't know what the relationship is. And I think sometimes um, we try to just define the relationship in a romantic relationship, but we don't define the relationship in our friendships. And we need to spend the time um, interacting with another person and figuring out, like, what is this? Are we going to be best friends? Are we going to be shopping buddies? Are you my basketball person? Are you my yoga person? Are you going to be somebody that's there for me in tough times and good times and bad times? Or, you know, are we just, hey, let's grab coffee every six months? We really have to spend the time to figure out what role other people play in our lives. And I think people are scared to do that because they don't want to seem clingy or needy, but it's important. It's essential for us to say, hey, I know what I need and I want you to be part of my life, you know, and give me kind of what I need from you. And I think it's also important for us to know what is our role in another person's life? Am I going to be this person that they're really close to? Or are we just, hey, let's, you know, get together for a social gathering every now and then. I think we have to spend the time processing through each of our friendships, thinking about them, thinking about the people that we're connected to, and really ponder why we are connected to each of these people. That's important. It's necessary. And it's essential. If we don't evaluate our friendships, then it can lead to unaddressed hurt. Someone might be expecting that you are their next best friend. They're going to want you to text them every morning, every afternoon, every evening, all day long, and you don't do it, and they're walking around hurt. They feel upset. They feel angry. They feel frustrated. This can also lead to confusion. If we don't have clear expectations or boundaries in our friendships, then it's really hard for us to be a good friend to another person. Um, We have to know where we stand and who we are to each other. That also helps us not to feel abandoned. And some people take, you know, their expectations of you and 
the friendship. And if you don't meet them, they feel like you don't care about them. They feel unloved, unheard, and hurt. And it's important for us to respect other people, but also for them to respect us. And the only way we can do that is if there's clear communication between us and our friends. Um, When we have bad communication, I think that causes drama. It causes unnecessary issues. And it can really help um, to create distance from our friends, which isn't something that is wanted or ultimately is necessary. And this all leads me to why friends should break our heart. Um, And by breaking our heart, I don't mean heartbroken. I think there's a difference between breaking your heart and your heart being completely broken. And I'm not talking about um, someone breaks up with you, someone dumps you, someone passes away, something extremely tragic or negative happens, and your heart's broken. I mean that when a friend breaks your heart, Um, they come into your life or they're part of your life and they change your heart. Um, They teach you to love better and they help you to be a better human being. And this happens through consistency. This happens through sacrifice. This happens through commitment to another person. And this happens through love. 100% um, consistent, constant unfailing love. And I think that when we have good friendships, that's something that we can see for sure. For me, I would say I've had a few extremely painful um, friendships that have broken my heart. And one of them happened in college. I would say we became quick best friends. Um, It was something that I, I didn't see coming. It was freshman year. I, you know, This person and I, we just got really close. We got really connected. And it was like, they are the other part of who I am. They feel like um, they're, you know, my soul sister. And that that was beautiful. We were connected. I looked at different perspectives. I was so open until there were secrets that were just lurking. There was trauma. There was pain. And I didn't know how to react I was extremely hurt. I felt abandoned. I felt resented. And honestly, I felt helpless. There was nothing that I ultimately felt like I could do to make the friendship go forward. And my friend had wanted to kind of jump in and and move forward. Like nothing could ever happen. And I'm not that person. If I'm mad, then I'm mad until I'm not mad anymore. If I am hurt, I'm hurt until, you know, I work through it, we work through it, and that's it. I'm not one that can just brush stuff under the rug and forget about it and move forward. And some people aren't blessed, those people, but that's not me. And so when she wanted to kind of move forward and just pick up like nothing had happened, I couldn't do that. And ultimately, it cost me the friendship um, because I couldn't do that. And, And I'm okay with that. It happens. But it taught me, you know, a lot about friendships And still to this day, I I really still feel like there is a hole there um, where this friend used to be. And that's okay, too. I think that it's a necessary, it was a necessary lesson for me to learn about um, love. And I think for me, I couldn't be there for this person the way that they needed. 
um, and they couldn't be there for me the way that I needed. And we really had to come to terms with that. And we never had a moment to kind of process through kind of how we were feeling or work through and heal. We just, we didn't have that. And I think if we did, maybe things could have worked out differently and we would still be great friends today. But um, it, it obviously wasn't supposed to be. And that's something that I'll have to live with for the rest of my life. But I think that I've had a few a great friendships that go beyond that. Like you have those basic friends and then you have those friends that go to the um, good friends. Then you have those best friends and then you have those friends that you know they're going to be there for you for life. And I feel like for me, those lifers are, those are the ones that you know, no matter what happens, no matter where you move to, no matter what you experience, um, no matter what changes come, you're always going to be there for me. You're always going to love me because you don't just love this version of me, but you'll love the next version and the version after that and the person that I become as I'm continuing to grow. And all of those heartbreaks that I experienced in friendship, they were painful. I mean, some of them, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm still feeling and carrying on. And I feel like even though I've healed from those, um, some things you never really fully get over. Um, they're still kind of part of you because they help to shape who you are and who you become. And so for me, those lessons that I learned from them will constantly be part of who I am. But they helped me to be the friend that I am today. Um, they helped me to see love in a different way, to see mental health in a different way, and to see myself and to know that um, I'm a person that I deserve to be loved and valued in friendship. And I deserve people who are going to be honest with me, people who are going to be open, people who are going to be supportive, and people who are going to be there. Because honestly, in a friendship, that's really what I want. I want people who show up and who stay. Um, in the TV show, One Tree Hill, one of the characters, Peyton, um, she encounters so much tragedy. People always die or leave. And she says that people always leave. And that's something that I felt very deeply, that my friends always left me or that I outgrew them. Not in a cocky way, but just I was going in a direction and they weren't going in a direction with me. And I just felt like we couldn't be friends anymore. And so I always just felt alone and like people weren't there. And so when I did find people who loved and embraced me, that abandonment, that um, loss and pain that I felt kind of just went away. Friendships are messy. They are painful, but they're life-giving. They're important and necessary. Without friendships, I don't think any of us would be the people that we are meant to be or the people that we are constantly becoming. Our friends know us on a deep and intimate level, and they're there to help us win. They're there to help us excel, and they're there to help us thrive. So as you move forward in life, as you take the time to have difficult conversations and love and sacrifice, know that you have friends that are there for you, friends that love you, and friends that need you.
And if you don't feel like you have those things, then spend the time seeking people out and learning what you need and friendships and find people who are going to walk alongside you, not just for a minute, but for the long haul. Take the time to evaluate your friendships. Some of us are scared of friendships or of making new friends. Others of us are scared of letting go of friends. Know that it's okay to let go of a friend when you feel the time's right and for the right reasons. It's also okay to let new people in. We need people and people need us. Thanks for listening to episode six of Bloom Darling Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bloom Darling Podcast. To stay up to date on all things Bloom Darling, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bloom Darling Podcast. See you in two weeks for a new episode. We have the power to make every season spring. Now remember to bloom.